0: This is a West Wimmera Health Service podcast presented by me, Brigitte Muir. Farmer wants a healthy life. This series focuses around stories and issues related to health and well-being. Some of the people we hear from are sharing their stories, hoping that their experiences will help us with our own health and well-being. Please be aware that some of their life experiences may touch on issues that are sensitive to some. Please listen with care. You will find information on seeking help if you need it in the notes attached to each episode. Many of us will have a bet on the Melbourne Cup or local races. But what happens if that turns into a habit? John Bradshaw is the Gambler's Help Community Engagement Officer at CAFS, Child and Family Services in Ballarat. And he also covers the Grampians region, talking to people, and even kids, about the dangers of gambling.
1: I run a school's education program where I talk to kids between Year 7 and Year 12, um, teach them how to be more financially literate, how to recognise critically that there's gambling everywhere in their sport and their advertising, and how that's not normal. So we seek to break that normalisation of gambling in sports. And we also take a look at gambling and gaming as well. Even though the average age of a gamer is 34, lots of kids are exposed to gambling within their games. So that's a presentation that we do for young people to be aware of the fact that there's gambling elements within the games that they play.
0: I guess that means that everybody is at risk of becoming addicted to gambling simply because of what's around us.
1: That's right. It doesn't discriminate. You know, it doesn't matter what age you are, what gender you are. Um, where you live in the nation, um, anyone's at risk and there's a saturation really with gambling that um, we're seeking to break. And the thing with young people, come back to young people briefly is that when they see it everywhere, it feels normal and they underestimate the risks and that, that can be dangerous.
0: And of course when you're young, you've got that dare mentality. It's an adventure like any other adventure and of course there are much healthier adventures to be had. I know that it's everywhere but who is more at risk?
1: The first thing to say is this time of year you know the footy season has started so when we look at sports gambling you see lots of adverts really aimed at young males and um, you know you never see the losers in the advert you know lots of wins and it looks glamorous and uh, you know they're often in pubs or social settings as well there's a lot of advertising at the moment around betting with mates getting a group together a gang together that kind of collective mentality so that can be really dangerous for our young blokes so we teach anyone really in sporting clubs to love the game and not to love the odds back to that pure sense of sport rather than having gambling attached you know our young people if you're 10 years old you've grown up with gambling as part of your sport which isn't normal
0: no it's not is it no that's not what it's about Crikey. People on the land are they more at risk than others?
1: It's a, it's a difficult question because there's lots of facets to it. I suppose the first thing I would say is that it's very, very accessible. So back when I was a young fella, you know, I would love my, I love my soccer. Being from the UK, as you can probably tell by my accent, I'd have a bet on a Saturday morning, complicated odds. I'd have to draw out cash. Remember Cash Brigitte? <laughs> I still use cash. <laughs> we draw out cash and then go to a you know the bookmakers and a big complicated odds sheet. You know, and I got bored of that quite quickly. Whereas now, you know, if you're on the land, you get out your phone, tap, 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 and you've had a bet. So it's easier, it's more accessible. So we're actually spending more money and more often.
0: Okay, so that's the risk. But what is the attraction?
1: Again, you know, it's, it's everywhere. It's linked to sport intrinsically in terms of the odds. It's part of our vernacular as such. The attraction is sometimes it's everywhere. And luckily, you know, a lot of people are saying, no, that's enough. It's actually too much. But we still have a lot of work to do in terms of breaking down the, the harm and the normalisation. For some people, it goes away from an attraction and, and more of a chasing a loss or chasing another win, which is you know something that is, is really dangerous. But uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it. there's a lot of help out there. And, and talking and getting support early is, is, is the, the best thing, really.
0: Can some people see it as a solution to financial problems? Once again, being on the land, you know, there might have been a bad year. So we've got lots of bills to pay. Well, maybe if I put someone on something and... I win. I'm out of the the hole.
1: Well, I'm sure that has happened in the past. Unfortunately, um, I think the best the best thing to advise really is to is to seek to seek help as soon as soon as you can. You know, talk to a trusted mate. If you're falling short of money, you know, you can seek uh, help with financial counselling. So, Gamblers Help provides financial counselling services. There's also the Rural Financial Counselling Service under the Wimmer I know, and Bethany um, Community Support provide help as well in that area. So, there's always an alternative to gambling, in terms of uh, chasing losses or trying to make up a shortfall in, in income, you're getting down a really dangerous slippery slope if you keep trying to chase. it, And I say this to everyone, it's always a way to spend money and not to make money. Has
0: anyone ever lost their farm due to gambling? Are you aware of any situations? Ane- anecdotally,
1: we, we know it's happened in the past in terms of cases that we, we're, we're exposed to in, in our work, that people have lost farms or businesses or... And I, and I think, unfortunately, as, as people get deeper into a hole of gambling, you know, and, and don't seek that support, it's harder for them to, to make those ends meet. And, yeah, it's hard in terms of, you know, cases where, far, I, know, I know that anecdotally, farms have lost everything, but, um, yeah.
0: It's not just the farm, it's the relationships, it's everything in the life. It is.
1: People think about money, and money is often the first thing that people come to us with, with problems. Um, but it's relationship-based. Um, gambling harm is, is rarely in isolation. You know, there's often problems with substance abuse and alcohol as well. So the first thing to do is to talk to someone. Talk to someone, or if you're worried about someone, you know, the, the other thing to talk about is there's affected others with someone's gambling. When someone is gambling, there's at least four or five other people affected. You know, spouse, children, and they can seek help from us as well. So it's not just for the, the gambler as such, it's for people affected around them we also talk about you know having that conversation early and planting that seed and the person might not be quite ready to seek support but keep chipping away don't give up uh, keep uh, reaching out to your friend or a help services leaflet on, on the table can, and then just walking away sometimes can be enough for them to have a look and process it and and as I said before financial counseling is often the first and um, soft step into seeking help for gambling and um, addictions as well
0: and of course, if you get in touch with CAFS, CAFS, yeah, Child and Family Services Ballarat, although you operate in this area as we well, we do. In the Wimmera, yes. It's anonymous nobody's going to go and shout on the roofs, hey, such and such got in touch with me.
1: That's right. All our services are free and confidential. So you can actually seek telephone support through Gambler's Help as well. And so that's 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
0: So it's very easy to get in touch.
1: Very easy to get in touch. And, and sometimes people just want to learn a bit more about how they can help themselves. So on the website, which is gamblershelp.com.au, you can just get some tips and tricks to see if you're you're struggling with this, if this is a concern for you, or just to get some help for yourself. As well, or for someone around you, wealth of information on that website.
0: Okay, can you just give us a few tips?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm
0: itching to go and spend money on the horses on my phone. What do I do?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. No, that's <laughs> just okay. pretending. It can be tricky for some people, and we know that in rural areas, you know, the country cup is a big thing it's all about coming back to what i said previously that it's a way to spend money and not to make money so setting a limit for yourself and knowing that if you've got that amount of money that you're prepared to lose it and then when when it's gone it's gone you know find something else to do go and catch up with a mate or have a drink with someone else and do something else if you're at the races and setting that limit for yourself can be a healthy first step (music) speak a lot about alternative recreation if you're on the land can you go and volunteer can you go to the men's shed can you join the active farmers program can you do something um, to, to improve your health and well-being in a different way there's there's heaps of different things that you can do and part of my role is is encouraging people who may be thinking about gambling to actually do something else to get out and about to get healthy for me where i work it's all about soccer so it's, it's, it's getting out and getting people active in that way but it could be joining a local running group or volunteering in a different way
0: volunteering is such a lifesaver isn't it it really
1: is we've had a lot during covid haven't we about social connection and the power of being connected to one another and such a powerful tool for us especially in rural communities to reach out i know we are uh, in rural communities we're, we're very good at helping each other and, and checking in on people, but we can always do better.
0: And you know, there's something else we're talking about gambling, pokey machines. Yes. They're gambling as well, aren't they? They and are. And to see someone that's usually an older person who may be living on their own, and it's their way to have a social time, being another, in the place where they are other people. That's even right. There's no connection between people, That's just right. with the machine.
1: That's right. It can be a real challenge for, for vulnerable members of our community, so older people and people that, that are vulnerable in other ways. And, and we're very aware of the fact that Pokies venues are warm in the winter and cool in the summer. There but is
0: that too. If you don't yeah. have much money, you can not heat up your house or cool it down. That's right. That's but the alternative.
1: It's important to say this we provide training to venue staff who work in the Pokies venues to recognise people who might be struggling with gambling issues as well. So we, we provide a kind of wraparound service for venues as well, so they can recognize those signs. Right. But yeah, my first step would be to find alternative recreation, and one thing we are doing is a scheme that isn't in the at the moment, but I'm hoping it will be, is a Libraries After Dark, where we open the library once a week until about nine or 10 p.m. and provide alternative recreation to going to the pokies.
0: Then, of course, there's church. Yes, which has a big part to playing the social things got like family
1: groups. I know in our area we have family groups, so mm. we have people who look out for us and you know sharing meals and.
0: You actually go and have education sessions in churches as well.
1: I haven't done any churches recently, but I, I'm very flexible. Mm. Big, a big outlet for me is the neighbourhood house network. So I go to neighbourhood ah, yes. houses and I talk to groups about them, um, about looking after your money, being aware of gambling harm. So, you know, what it looks like if you're struggling with, it, with, with this stuff and what it looks like in your mate as well. So, looking out for people around you. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's, it's very hard to, to notice that someone is a gambling addict. You can see if someone is drinking too much, yeah. but if you're gambling, there's no outward signs. That's um.
1: right. We, we call it the hidden harm. Because uh. you, it hasn't got a, often hasn't got a physical manifestation like drug abuse or alcohol abuse, so so it can be difficult to spot. What we always say is, you know, is gambling in the mix. So if you see someone who you're close to or recognising yourself, and um, are you running short of money each fortnight? Are you using gambling to to make up a shortfall in in, in the budget? Then that could be a sign that you've that you've got an issue that you may need to address. You know, is your appearance starting to and um, deteriorate slightly? And um, are you starting to withdraw from your mates a bit more? You know, all these little signs or signs you recognise in someone else that it could be a problem.
0: Anything else you would like to share with people on the land?
1: I suppose that with any problem, calling Gambler's Helps. so it's one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight, 858 858 Having a chat with someone. Sometimes it's a walk and a talk, you know, at the end of a hard day, just going for a bit of a wander and saying that this is a bit of a problem. So, so our mantra is always talk, share, support, Brigitte. So finding someone you can talk to, sharing the problems and, and, and getting that support you need. It's
0: the same with any health issue, isn't it? You've got to share with someone. We're social beings.
1: We, we really, really are. There's always a healthier alternative. I think one thing that COVID has taught us is... We've kind of got out of our comfort zone and tried lots of different things. I know for me, running is my new passion, so I just get out really? and I'll just, I'll just run. So there's, you know, we live in such a beautiful country, don't we? So getting out and about and you know, going for a walk or going for a run is really, really important.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Builds our well-being. And it's something you can do with other people as well.
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much for enlightening me on gambling and what can be done about it.
1: Thank you. And really. hopefully
0: a lot of people who may have problems or know someone who has a problem, we'll be in touch.
1: That's great. Thanks, Brigitte. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me.
0: John Bradshaw there, Gambler's Help Community Engagement Officer at CAFS. You will find, as always, contact numbers and details in the notes attached to this episode. And while you're at it, please give us a star rating. We'd also love to hear your comments and suggestions. Our Facebook and Twitter details are in the notes. Until next, have a healthy life, won't you? Farmer wants a healthy life.